You're listening to Audio Interference, produced by Interference Archive. Interference Archive is a social space, exhibition venue, and OpenStax archive of social movement material. Our work is rooted in the belief that our shared history should be held in common and accessible to all. This past spring, Interference collaborated on an exhibition with Mobile Print Power, an intergenerational printmaking collective out of Queens. The exhibition included posters made with different organizations around the city, including the legal services clinic Unlocal. Today we're talking with the staff at Unlocal about their work and about the poster they made with Mobile Print Power. Michelle Lambert is the founder of Unlocal. She figured out that she wanted to be an immigration lawyer when she was an ESL teacher at Bellevue's Torture Survivor Program. She worked with asylum seekers and immigrants and went to law school knowing she wanted a comprehensive way to represent low-income immigrant populations, especially undocumented people. In 2012, she started Unlocal. It's kind of a nod to humans all being migratory, right? So nobody, except if you're indigenous, is really native to any place. Um, and that it's actually within our like biological imperative to migrate. Lambert was providing legal services once a week at a place called Immigrant Movement International, a community center and arts organization in Queens. That's where she met the people running Mobile Print Power. Um, I think they had just started in 2013 when we were having a fundraiser out in Brooklyn. Um, so they ha- we had all these kids outside in front of the fundraiser. It was at this place on Atlantic Avenue called The Commons and making shirts, you know, making designs, including that, which um, it's a, a silkscreen of the uh, Statue of Liberty holding a sign that says, no borders, oy, no fronteras. And then they had this exhibition at Interference, and we talked about like what a, a possible collaboration for the exhibition could look like. In the beginning of the year, um, uh, President Obama's administration um, decided to conduct um, nationwide raids. That's Tanya Matos. Matos is the education outreach coordinator at Unlocal and an activist in Queens. Um, to, uh, and targeting a specific group of women and children that recently arrived from Central America escaping um, violence um, and persecution um, and they came here um, seeking refuge, uh, but instead they were, they went through the being detained, held in detention centers. These are children with their moms and very inhuman conditions. And, and uh, they ended up, um, you know, being released after a while. But if, if they didn't meet their case, um, if they didn't prove their case, they were going to be raided um, basically. Uh, and deported back to their country. So that set the community, the immigrant community, not just like the Latin American community, um, but just undocumented immigrants in general, um, and their children, even if they're U.S. citizens, um, into like a frenzy. Basically, it was extremely traumatic. Even for myself, it was very traumatic, um, where mothers didn't send their kids to school. People didn't go to work um, because of these raids. Um, that happened mostly in the South um, and in California. Um, fortunately, there was none that happened in New York, but that's a, this is another topic, but there's still raids happening in New York City. Um, but So we created this piece with MPP um, uh, to tell people what to do because there was so much fear. People didn't know what to do. What happens if immigration comes to my house? And I don't know so if I live with somebody, I don't know their immigration history or their story. So we created this in collaboration with them. It was very much needed and uh, very appreciated by the community. We wrote the, uh, the actual 
uh, Know Your Rights in Spanish for the community. Um, so it has seven tips on knowing your rights, um, seven points that we made. Um, and we collaborated with them in creating the artwork. It has two eyes um, and the word migra, which stands for immigration. Um, and it's just the eyes are like uh, look for or mira or be attentive or look out for immigration. And these are the things that you can do. So we usually encourage people to put them up by their door. Um, since it is a difficult topic to talk about with, the, with your family and with your you know, people that you may share an apartment with, roommates. It's a tough subject, so if we just put that on the door, everybody knows, and if anything ever happens, there are the directions that you need to follow. We do community outreach and community workshops in the, in, in, uh, mostly in Queens, uh, Corona Jackson Heights, Woodside, and the South Bronx. Um, so we mostly do our workshops there where we give uh, we do a presentation either on the raids or DACA DAPA, any kind of immigration news, and it's followed up by a free legal consultation, limited consultation uh, on any question that they have with an attorney. Um, and we usually give out these posters to individuals to take to their homes. Supposed to be like neighbors looking out for immigration, looking out and seeing immigration kind of like stand in front of a door. Um, and so the neighbors are kind of calling out different tips, right, and the tips that are listed on this one. Just don't open the door, like vecina, don't open the door, neighbor, don't open the door. Whatever you do, don't open the door. People have been told all their lives not to talk about it and not to talk about their status or immigration with anyone because um, it could be dangerous. Um, and so um, it's a tough subject, but I think this is kind of like an icebreaker for that if you put it right by your door. It's an icebreaker, it's, you know, and you just get accustomed to seeing it. So yeah, I do believe it's been very helpful for individuals. It's important, you know, for whatever we can do to take away shame and empower people, right? Because there is a genuine fear that if you reveal your status or if you get raided, that you'll be put on a plane um, and that's it, you know, just with no rights. And that's not true. You know, workers have rights, whether they're documented or not, they have a right to get fair wages and not be abused. And um, people have a right to apply for relief if an immigration case is started against them. So, and I have found, and maybe it's because I'm a lawyer, so people think that I have answers, which I sometimes do. Um, people are very forthcoming. And there is a sense of relief, although it's not always a feeling of happiness, but when sometimes somebody will tell me that they're undocumented and it's the first time they are speaking to a lawyer and telling someone that really actually knows. And I many times I'm telling them that they don't have any form of relief available to them, but that knowledge is power, right? So then if you know that, are you gonna come up with a plan? right, if immigration raids your house. Um, and you may have a defense to that deportation based on a variety of things, because there's lots of, there's a statutory law of what you're actually eligible for, and then there's also discretion. And, and information um, that's needed will change as policies change. Unlocal has recently started the Advanced Parole Project which helps individuals visit their country of birth when a family member is sick or leave the country for educational or business purposes. 
this initiative actually directly affects Tanya and her family. I mean, a lot has happened in the last few months, but um, um, my well, we have a, a prior deportation order, myself and my mother, where my, my brother and my dad are citizens. Um, so we have a mixed family status, big status family. Um, and fortunately, um, through, I mean, it took a number of years, and we've been in the country almost 30 years now. Um, but finally, my mother's case was terminated in terms of her, her deportation order was terminated by a judge and by the highest court immigration, Board of Immigration Appeals. And now we're going to be able to apply for her green card and she'll finally go see her family after almost 30 years of living in the country and not seeing them. Yeah. And, um, and so I have deferred action, but I can't fly um, out of the country because of my deportation order. But, um, but sooner, I will soon be able to apply. Um, lots of things happening in my life. So I'm, and, and Unlocal has been there the whole time and helping in the process, and Michelle in particular. And all the attorneys here have been just uh, amazing in, in like helping not only me, but it's like they give the same amount of attention to like all the clients. So if like I just say to you, oh, you know, this is just giving someone permission to travel home, like no big deal. But then to actually really internalize not having set foot on your homeland and seeing the faces of the people that, you know, are your family that knew you from birth, that knew your parents from their birth, and not to have that as part of your like everyday DNA. Um, there is a there's a loss, and we we have so many clients who have not been there for the death of many family members, never got to say goodbye to their mother or their father, or their cousin, or whoever the case, you know, whoever it is. So we've and Tanya has been doing the advanced parole applications, so it's been a very powerful thing. Um, it's it's actually something that I'm like very very proud of of what we're doing here. Um, because it's so tangible, it's so immediate. The, you get the approvals within a couple of months. We have people going and coming back and we're collecting their stories. Um, and it just feels like we had a, a bad Supreme Court decision or it was a non-decision about deferred action for parents. And you know we're dealing with very many unknowns about the presidency, the next presidency. And I think either way we could be really, I mean, in a, as bad a position as we've been for the last eight years, which has been really bad. I mean, millions of three million people have been deported and, you know, there's so much enforcement. Um, but this feels like something so immediate, so tangible, so, so impactful uh, that we can do right now. As the world gets smaller and technology grows, it's the world is, is, is just, they, they, people, the powers that may be want to want to globalize products, items, things, but they don't understand that it also comes with people. And with climate change, we will have more migration happening. And it's, and it's a basic human right to migrate. Um, cavemen have been doing it, right? So for just no borders, it's just, it's just ridiculous, these lines that we have in countries and regulations. I mean, in the United States, the first immigration law was um, Chinese Exclusion Act. That was it. it wasn't anything positive. It was just to keep people out based on racism. And the, the other side of that coin, though, it sounds like home is very important. Well, family is very important to me. Um, my family is really important to me. I haven't seen them because of those borders. Um, and if it wasn't for that, then I, 
I mean, I do have an attachment to to my land. I do to the land that I, um, I was born in. Um, just because of like the history and and it doesn't look like anywhere here. Then I would love to go see it again. Yeah, es- especially because I'm from Bolivia, and a region in Bolivia that is I don't meet a lot of Bolivians here in in the U.S. or New York. So for me, it's almost like a longing of like. I want to see people who look like me, who talk like me, who, who just understand this culture that I grew up in, in my four walls in my home, and live that like freely outside. If you want to hear more about this collaboration, you can listen to episode 13, where we interviewed members of Mobile Print Power. You've been listening to Audio Interference, produced by Interference Archive. The archive is collectively run and volunteer-powered. If you like what you heard, consider making a donation to help keep the archive up and running. Just go to interference.org and click on Donate. From all of us at Audio Interference, thanks for listening.